from depression to diabetes to obesity and addictions. Our medical problems are climbing and are now at epidemic rates. This is why I started this podcast, Your Health Transformed, to educate you, to teach you, so we can all learn how to combat these increasing medical problems and live well again and become transformed. I am your host, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, bariatric surgeon, and have seen these medical problems and treated them firsthand. I am now on a journey to help transform health, not just band-aid it. So thank you for listening and going on this journey with me and all of my guests on Your Health Transformed. And I'm so excited for our guest today. This is a timely message. Susan Glover is author of Be a Video Influencer, and she specifically talks to women midlife age on how to reinvent their life. And it has multiple examples of as we get older, how we feel like our energy and our emotions and stuff change and how we can use video, especially in our new virtual and online world to help reinvent our health and reinvent our life. So welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, I'm sure you are. And I'm excited because I'm going to learn some stuff today. So um, now in our new world of virtual, which we all agree is probably not going away, I think this is a timely message because you're right. A lot of people don't want to be on camera. All the younger generation, like the 20s, are probably kind of used to it. But you have this older group who, you know, is, is used to cell phones, but not used to like the constant Zoom calls, the constant online. And, and now, especially for professionals who have businesses, you have to have everything in a presence online. You have to have video online. Like now, once the, for me, pandemic hit, I had to do virtual visits, you know, immediately switch over from in-person visits. And so, and now we're all doing Zoom and all these different platforms. So I'm really excited to talk to you about this and how it can help so many people, especially women. So how did you get into this? Oh, before, thank you for asking that. But before I want to touch on something that you just spoke about, our age, how we, how we are sort of resistant to video. And I want to take you back to the 80s when I started. I started in the camera world in the 80s. And I pretty much started as a model. Oh, wow. But I got too old in my 20s. Okay, I'll go into my story. So, but I yeah. didn't think much about it until I got my first commercial. And that's when I froze like a deer in the headlights when I had to talk to the cameras first time. And I realized um, as time went by, it was a better thing for me to do because when you work as a model, you're working for time for money, right? You're changing time for money. But when you're an actress in front of the camera, you're starting to make residuals. So I was able to automate my income. But what happened over the years that came and came and went, I had a commercial that was shot one year. This is what I wanted to touch on, what you just talked about. I had a commercial that was shot and I didn't get it until after it was going to air. So I turned on the TV one day and just watched for the spot. And you know what I learned, and this is why I want to bring it up right now, you made me think of this, was 
it was an us or them. Because when I looked at the TV all day, I thought, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. Oh, I know him. Oh, I know her. Oh, yeah. It's like I was one of them on TV. And it, I realized it was us who are not on TV and them who are on TV. You know how it's the as seen on TV thing? A lot of women our age, and I'm in my 60s, so I'm speaking to 40, 60, whatever, right? And yeah, our yeah. age grew up with, well, they're on TV, I'm not. But now with the evolution of camera being, I mean, everyone has a camera in their pocket. When I started this back in the 80s, television was relatively new and there there was no iMovie. I had to take my my tapes that were huge. I had to take these tapes to a production company to get them done. So it was really a stigma that has, I believe, stuck with us because as I work with women, they go, oh, I got to do my hair. I got to do my makeup. Oh, I, I can't be. Oh, oh, it's all this resistance. And so I would like to encourage your your audience to embrace and I hope we talk about that today but anyway I got started as a model I turned into a camera actress Um, I struggled for a while because it was very competitive just like today is becoming very competitive where you got to be good on tv or camera in fact the producers back then they would sit there and watch the auditions on fast forward you know the VHS tapes they would just fast forward them and if you caught their eye they would stop and listen which is the same, it was the precursor to what's happening today when you're scrolling through ads and you got to catch their attention. So that's what I was up against 30 years plus years ago. And um, so what happened, though, was I finally got my commercial. I mean, I struggled for a while. I got an agent, then I got a mentor, then I finally got my first commercial after I got help because I, I worked synergistically with someone to teach me the secrets in the industry. And after that, I got that. That's when everything else opened up. I worked for, um, I taught for Screen Actors Guild. I served on their board. I opened my own school. I got in the top percentage of earners. So it's been a long time that I've watched the evolution of video. And here we are now. We all have to show up on it and we have to grapple with how to do it. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like you almost had like a foot in because not everybody starts off as a model and then gets to do commercials and then you know what I'm saying? So, and even you struggle with it and you're right. Like now you have this generation in the 40 to 65 who is now in their professional business or whatever it is. And we're having to show up now on video where the 20 and teens are used to now doing their TikToks and the, you you know, I guess YouTube's been out for a while, but they're instantly, and I've seen some where they're like pajamas, you know what I'm saying? And I'm still, even before this, checking, like, you know, is everything okay? And so, wow, that's a very interesting progression. And so a lot of people, including myself, didn't almost have the background that you had to be able to show up on video today. You know what I'm saying? And so I'd love for you to kind of get into how do you walk people through that, like the typical... I mean, there's doctors, there's lawyers, professionals, all types of people now who have to show up on video in order to reach clients, family, just everything, almost everything now, especially because of the pandemic is going to be is virtual and that's not going away. So take us kind of through that and how that can kind of help our, you know, if we get this right, help our health and and help, like you say, reinvent us. 
All right. Well, there's, I'm just making notes here because there's a whole lot. I think I'm going to be talking for a couple of minutes. Is that okay? <laughs> okay. So first off, um, you're talking about looking good, right? And how the 20 year olds show up in their pajamas. Well, again, you think about our generation, we way back in the 70s, I don't know if you read the book, but John Molloy's Dress for Success book, where the power dressing and you've got the white, the red tie yeah. with the blue suit, and it's got psychology. Uh, so, so in some, in many ways, we were geared first impressions in the corporate world. You got to make a first good, good first impression. You've got to dress for success. So we were ingrained with principles for offline life to be successful. But what's happening is people are not segueing that to the online world. Like you said, the 20-year-olds are showing up in their pajamas. I personally think that that's not good. Um, I like to look good, and I think it's really important to look good on camera, and there are tricks to it, so I will talk about that. Um, But what I would like to say is, like you said, we all have to do this right now, but have you heard of market sophistication? Market sophistication is where a market gets more sophisticated as it comes along. So I'll give you an example. Diet pill. When they first came out, oh, wow, that's a novel idea. I'll take a pill and I can lose weight. And it was went nuts. After a time, people start seeing, yeah, people start seeing that over and over and over again. They kind of get immune to that message. So then level two, that was level one, level two, they have to say, okay, we got to make our pill faster, easier, something better. And so level two is where our market starts getting more sophisticated, where they've heard the messages before and they are more immune. So you've got to be different. And there are five phases of market sophistication. So you start out at one, two, three, four, five. And uh, I read that you're a cosmetic surgeon. So, you know, we women are really into anti-aging, right? So the yeah. anti-aging. Yeah. No, weight loss. I do both weight loss surgeon and I do cosmetics also. So yes, okay. no, I uh, totally understand that market. You got it. So I'll use that market. They, when I had an anti-wrinkle pill, you probably heard of the um, cosmeceuticals where you've got the anti-wrinkle pill thing going on. I marketed one of those. I branded one of them, labeled it, marketed it. And in that research, I found out that women feel invisible they start losing confidence. But, um, oh, I just lost. Oh, but I also found out that they're pretty much immune to absolutely every message out there. So all of a sudden, here's this pill for a level five market, women who have heard absolutely everything out there. Here's a new pill. Here's a new way. Here's a new way to do this. And a pill comes out. So it brings it back down to level one. Oh, there's a pill. Okay, then the pill has to get better, faster, right? Has to wash your car. <laughs> okay, so so I wanted to, you know, I'm touching on things that you're, because we have a little bit of a time lag between us. So I'm touching on the things that, that you've talked about. Um, the market sophistication right now, video is very young to the public, very new. 70 years. So the evolution. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the evolution has gone through. I mean, TV started out black and white. 
by the time I got into it, that was in the 50s. And then when I got into it in the 80s, um, they had color, they had VHS, you know, they had different things. But now, and not everybody could be on TV like the us and them. Now it's evolved to where everyone's on TV. However, the general public is at a level one because everyone's worried about how do I look? How do I do this? How do I get set up? And I'll tell you something. With all my years, I've been in the business for 35 years. Even when I had to do this for my business, I had to, I had to become the director, the producer, the writer, the grip, um, which is a person that takes the equipment. Um, not just the camera spokesperson. So I had a learning curve too. Now, yes, it went faster. And yes, I've been doing it a while now, but I even had a learning curve. So it's, it's give yourself a break. It's not your fault that all of a sudden this has been dumped on you in a place that the whole world outside the industry is new to it. Nobody's out. I haven't seen anyone out there giving really good guidance because There'll be someone like a makeup artist giving advice on how to be on camera. I, I don't understand that, how a makeup artist can give advice about being on camera when they haven't been on camera or taught it. But so there isn't a whole lot of advice out there. Okay, so so now I've talked about the dress for success, the market sophistication. Do you have any comments? And Because I'm going to keep going on and answer your question, but do you have any comments? Since we have a time lag here, do you have any comments? No, no, no comments. I just wanted to, at one point you touched on the, how the 50 was starting to feel invisible and unattractive. Um, and you noticed that. So I wanted to kind of. That's exactly my slogan is become more visible with video instead of less visible with age. That's what I'm talking about. And to particularly our age, to let our seasoned, savvy female voices out. And I'm not a feminist or anything. I'm just saying that there's a, it's a male world out there, online, offline, in the TV industry. When I hit 40, even before that, there were nine out of 10 jobs were male. Until, and then when a woman hits 40, forget it. In the industry, you got to be really like a Judy Dench or somebody. Yeah. Um, but the men can keep going and they have plenty of parts. So I'm not being a feminist. I'm talking about the reality that when you look online, there's the Brian Tracy's, the, the Tony Robbins. I mean, the big guys. Yes, there's all Oprah, right? There's those people too. But perspective, if you start adding them up, there's mostly men. And this has been something I've been wanting to bring to the market for quite a while, creating a movement of older women becoming more visible and speaking out. And now it's an opportunity to use my background as an actress and a salesperson to help businesses sell online using video. So it's a good timing for this. So, okay. So how to walk through this process, where do you start? You embrace the fact that video is here to stay. The evolution of video has come to the point where it's now in the public domain and everyone's running around with their heads cut off. Well, like a chicken with their heads cut off, trying to figure out the tech, trying to figure out how to look good. And, and, and just standing there, I don't know, you can see me, but most people are kind of like on their couch in the dark with their head down here. You know, I mean, how many people are on their couch in the dark? Most people are like this, right? How flattering is that? So yeah. the first, 
the first thing is I agree. this is a more powerful position up here because my eyes are in the top third of the frame. So you want to get up, you want to have some light. Yes, I'm not telling you exactly how to do it because every situation is a little different. Maybe there's a natural light. Oh, should I use natural light? Yes and no. Should I use big lights? Yes and no. So I'm going to give you some basic parameters here. But the first thing to think about is understanding that video is here to stay. It's in the public domain now. It's not going away even after the pandemic is done, which eventually it will be. It will be. Yeah, I agree. So it's here to stay and I encourage you to embrace it. So and then that's step one is, is embrace it. The second thing is really understanding that it's at level one right now in sophistication where everyone is, is worried about the tech. That's the biggest thing. Oh, I got to get the camera. I got to figure out how to, to uh, figure out lights. They aren't even considering how to look good really. I mean, really look good. They're not even considering how to speak and connect on this thing, you know? They aren't talking about selling on video. Yeah. They aren't talking about engagement. The, um, the biggest problem I have found that people have asked, they say, oh, I don't want to be boring. I'm afraid to talk on camera. I don't know what to say. These are problems that they're kind of thinking about. But the biggest problem is how do I get the camera to run? Because like a bicycle, you can't ride a bike until you get the bike. So people have to figure out the equipment thing first. So it's at level one. Understand that the rest of the market is at level one. So if you embrace it and understand it's here to stay, then say, okay, I'm going to take this seriously and I'm going to get ahead of the crowd. I'm going to start figuring out not just the tech, but I'm going to go to level two. I'm going to start creating trust on this thing because I'm going to learn how to overcome camera anxiety. I'm going to learn how to connect through my heart and talk on this thing, which is really important. I'm going to learn how to use my body because, you know, body language is a big deal, big, big deal to how you're expressing yourself and learn what to say and how to deliver it and how to look good because the dress for success thing really is important psychologically, even though the young kids don't know this. We have that edge on that because we have enough life experience that we know that's important. Make a good first impression. Yeah, I agree. And then, and then learn how to actually use it to automate our income so that we have more time. And that's how you reinvent yourself at midlife. You, you start building a few where... And then you sent that ad to a video that was maybe 10 or 15 minutes to describe who you are, what you do, and then get them on the phone. That saves you a lot of time because you've pre-warmed them to your conversation. So by saving time, you can start to reinvent your life because you're having more time. But, and I'll keep talking one more time, I've got a story that pretty much illustrates this whole thing. I had a client. Her name was Sally. She was in her mid-50s. And this was in my modeling and acting studio that I had. I had a midlife rejuvenation program. She came in because she had been a successful manager in a dentist office. She hit midlife. She went to bed for two years. Boom. She ate TV dinners. Wow. She ate TV dinners. And uh, pretty much stayed in bed for two years. Her husband got her TV dinners. She, of course, she showered. Was she, she just ate. depressed? Yep. 
she hit midlife and she was not prepared for it. Yeah. So she had a wake up call from her doctor. She went to the doctor. He said, you should be dead from your test results. She and I worked together and she wanted to, hey, if I'm going to die, I might as well just, you know, either live or die. I'm going to go and be an actress. And she was um, a little bit overweight at the time. It was one of the reasons that the doctor said her tests were so bad. She was medically too much. And uh, you know what happened was we worked together for a while. And when I don't know, when I work with a woman, particularly, there's some essence that I find in her that I am able to bring out and build that confidence. And so what happened for her was we worked together and she ended up after about six months, maybe eight months, I can't remember how long it was now. She ended up having enough confidence to go to an acting convention and compete against several people in a comedy routine and she performed in front of a hundred people. So there she is. She had never done comedy before. She hadn't pulled out her violin in years, but there she was doing comedy in front of hundreds of people playing her violin, like Jack Benny, you know, he'd play a violin, then he'd tell a joke, and he'd play his violin, then he'd tell a joke. Yeah. She did that in front of hundreds of people at an acting convention. And she won. She placed in the top three. So, oh, that's awesome. So she went from. So that's how you reinvent your life. You start feeling like, oh, I'm I'm one of them on TV because us now we can't do this. But them now I'm one of them on TV. And and I'll tell you, when I help somebody um, like Teresa, she. She said, just the affirmations, I'm a hypnotherapist too. She said, just the affirmations um, that we worked on together. And then we did a headshot together. She just looked like a, and felt like a celebrity in her life because she broke through the barrier that it's us and them. And, oh, I'm one of them now. Even though everyone's on TV, she felt like a celebrity because her makeup was good. She knew how to look. She knew how to talk. She, she felt like a, that's how you reinvent yeah. your life. You save time with video and then you also feel really good about yourself as you go through this process. Yeah. And that's what I kind of want to touch on because that was a great example of what can often happen in midlife in the sense that you either feel like you hit a wall, you've been at your one job for however long and you feel like you're going to hit a, a glass ceiling and it's like, what do I do now? I'm at this age where, you know, I either I'm too young to retire. I don't really want to retire. It's almost like, what do I do at this point? And you're right. You look on TV and see these beautiful younger people and you're like, I could never be like that. And so then you start getting kind of depressed in, in a slump and like your friend or your example started digging herself into worsening medical problems. So that's a perfect example of how you were able to work with her, turn her life around and tell her, you know, you are beautiful. You, you can be like these people that you're seeing on TV. It's in you. You have the power in you. It's just using video to be able to bring it out and knowing how to present yourself on video. Because just because you're a certain age, you don't have to not look beautiful on, on video. You can also be 
an influencer at 40, at 50, at 60, without being like the Oprah's of the world. And so I like this platform because there's so many people, me, I'm even going at one point a midlife shift, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, okay, I think I want to do more administrative stuff so much than the actual everyday clinic routine. And, and it's all going to be video and Zoom and meetings. Um, and you almost have to have that confidence within you to be able to kind of switch over to that next level. I like the what you put on your website is how learning how to do video properly can release negative emotions, generate new energy, and create more visibility. And so that's how people improve their health and reinvent their life. Is this correct? That's correct. Exactly. Because what happens is your whole vibration and your whole confidence and your whole energy starts lifting up. And then you start attracting even more good stuff because in positive psychology, you probably know this, when your brain becomes positive, you know, when your brain becomes positive, when you start thinking positive thoughts, your body starts getting addicted to those positive thoughts. And then you start craving those positive thoughts. And so then you start staying more positive and it starts getting easier and easier and easier. So it's the same thing with this. As you create more power in your life using, because you've broken through a, a major barrier. This is a major barrier for women, our age, a major barrier. Time and time and time again. I had one group where Everyone was, there was a five people, I have small groups. So there were five people on the camera, on Zoom. I'm sorry, there were five people in the group. Four of them were on camera, one of them wasn't. And she's the one that was so eager, so eager. She would not show up. As I worked with everybody in the group, I just, yeah. I just said, that's fine. You know, it's a safe place. You do what you want. This is important. As I work with yeah. people, next thing I know, maybe a half hour later, there she goes, she pops up. It was a barrier for her. Once she did that, once she got on Zoom the first time with us, off she went to Facebook Live. See, it's breaking that barrier in a safe place where you feel like you can be yourself, you can entrust who you're dealing with. In the acting world, there were a lot of actors who were not very kind. And there, there are a lot of broken, wounded actors running around. But this is a medium because this camera amplifies your feelings, it amplifies your hair, it amplifies your skin. You've got to be really in a safe place yeah. to learn it. You know, uh, I had a, I took a headshot yeah. of a friend one time. I used to do headshots all the time and I took a headshot of a friend. And so she said, oh, I don't want to wear makeup. I go, you need to wear makeup. Oh, I don't, it makes my skin look bad. First thing she said when she saw the picture, she said, oh, my skin looks terrible. I said, that's because she went, listen to me. She went, listen to me. I said, that's because the camera sees everything on your face. That's why it's like a magnifying glass, you know? So that's why people are so scared of it. But, but the, the trick is to, to learn to, okay. So I have dealt with this problem. I have a seven step system that walks you through um, the, the, a formula, a system that takes you from a, you know, and it works like builds upon itself. Foundation is embrace it. The yeah. next foundation is overcome camera anxiety. And I like to use NLP, hypnosis, uh, quick things. I had one gal, Jennifer, yeah. this is so cool. So cool. I had one gal, Jennifer, that um, 
she was very insecure and she needed to change her thoughts. So we did a, yeah, correct. My, my process, we did a quick process that I have for changing thoughts. And she came out of that 10 minutes later, it was an NLP thing. That's part of my system. And she said, after we did this little process where she first identified what was stopping her, then we shifted it. Then after that 10 minutes, she said, I feel like I'm in control of my thoughts. And see, from there, Good. she she went on to say, okay, I can do this. Because every time her mind started attacking her, she said she did her little thing. She started applying it. And then she started building that momentum because her her mind was programmed to be positive. So it wanted to be positive. And she started breaking through all things because of the mindset. And that was just like one little step that was at the very beginning. The next step from there is then to actually start talking to the camera and feeling like, hey, you know, I can connect through this thing. And then you want to know what to say. And then you want to be able to deliver it and look good and, and grapple with the tech. All these things work upon each other. And I do talk about that in my book, Be a Video Influencer. I give that whole system. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's great because there's so many opportunities now for for everybody and um, to do stuff on video and to send a message on video or or new business or make a social impact or whatever it is that you want to do, especially for people who are at a place where they're like, this job is not giving me or this particular career is not, you know, giving me the purpose that I want to do right now. Now there are so many, and you can reach so many more people on video. I mean, it's almost like what we're doing now. Um, And there's so many things. And then being on video, seeing yourself on video, seeing yourself make an impact, I can see how that can positively affect your life, you know, and feel like you have a purpose. And you're right. There are certain steps that I think people have to kind of get through. One is that anxiety. I mean, I talk, it's different. It's so different because even when I talk to people in my office, it's different than talking to people now through a video, you know, and I, you're right. Like your posture, your background, like just making you feel more comfortable to be able to do that. It'll open up such a new world for you. Um, and you're right. I mean, it'll make you feel better. Um, about yourself and feel like you're, you you know, improve your self-worth. So no, I really appreciate giving us some of those tips. Um, Any closing thoughts before we kind of wrap things up? I definitely recommend people get your book, Being a Video Influencer, where we talked about reinventing your life, your health, your career, all through this being able to be a video influencer at midlife because it's totally possible. So any closing thoughts? Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. Um, yes, I, I would love your audience to read the book because I, I, I feel like it really can help them. And it's you can go to my website, SuzanneGlover.com, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, Glover, G-L-O-V-E-R.com, and get the book um, because I just feel like that's a really good first easy step, really easy step. And there is a diagnostic call that's free on the site, too. Um, it's under the Work With Me page. And the closing thoughts is, you know what? It is different on camera. And and understanding that it is different, that, that taking the medium seriously and learning it now 
before the rest of the world gets on to the clue of, oh, wow, this is here to stay. Oh, wow. Um, it's going to still evolve because yeah. that's the point. It's going to continue to evolve just like it has over the last 70 years. Now that the public is here, it's starting over, but it's going to continue to evolve. So I just want to encourage your audience to embrace it now and, uh, and have fun yeah. with it because they do have a seasoned, savvy voice that the world needs to hear. Become more visible through video instead yeah. of less visible with age. Yeah, no, I love I love that slogan and I totally agree with that. So thank you so much, Suzanne, for so showing sharing us your wisdom. I learned some stuff and I will encourage everybody to grab the book and I'll put the info in the show notes also. Thank you so much. Thank I hope this message continued to empower you and inspire you to continue on your health transformation journey. Thank you for listening and please subscribe or download if you like what you're hearing. The goal is to continue to inform you and educate you as you transform on your healthcare journey and show you different paths to take in order to get you to your goal. Until next time, thank you.